Welcome to Technovation. I'm your host, Peter Hyde. I'm joined today by Jonathan Neiman and Willetta Ayella of Sweetgreen. Jonathan is the chief executive officer of the company, a fast casual restaurant chain that he co-founded while still an undergraduate at Georgetown University in 2007. The company's vision is to inspire healthier communities by connecting people to real food. Among Jonathan's responsibilities is, as he puts it, continually evolving and optimizing our approach to the restaurant business with an eye for disruption and technological innovation. I'm looking forward to hearing his perspective on, on how that's done. I'm also joined by Willetta Ayella, as I mentioned, who was recently named the chief technology officer of the company. Uh, she joins Sweet Green from Starbucks, where she spent more than a decade and a half in roles of increasing responsibility, ending her tenure there as the senior vice president of technology. Jonathan Willetta, welcome to Technovation. Great to speak with you today. Thank you. Nice, nice to be here. Wonderful. Nice. But first, a word from our partner, Transmit Security, and the company's co-founder and president, Rakesh Lunkar. Transmit Security is a cybersecurity organization that focuses on identity experience and is enabling a secure and passwordless future. They also recently received the highest Series A venture capital investment in history for a cybersecurity company at a valuation of $2.2 billion. Rakesh wanted to share a couple of recommendations for technology and digital executives on how to improve a company's cybersecurity infrastructure. Thank you so much, Peter. First, I strongly recommend to take part of their budget and dedicate it to really innovative companies. It has to be built into the budgets up front so that it serves as a forcing function to really look for new technologies. The, the second recommendation is outside of identity. There are two very interesting classes of security technologies that are emerging. The first one is improving the quality of code to make sure that your developers are not introducing software vulnerabilities. The second is cloud security. I think we're in the first inning of hundreds of companies that will be created offering really innovative ways of securing the multitude of problems in the cloud environments. I just want to leave your audience with this last thing. Every single time they have to enter their password, change their password, can't remember their password or any other problems, please remember transmit security. And now on to the interview. Excellent. Well, Jonathan, I might, I might start with you. I mentioned a moment ago that among the responsibilities that you tout is, as I mentioned, and I'm quoting you, continually evolving and optimizing our approach to the restaurant business with an eye for disruption and technological innovation. I wonder if you could take just a quick moment and talk a bit about how you see that happening. And as you look to the future, the ways in which you see technology continuing to integrate uh, into the innovative story that is Sweet Green's continued growth. Yeah, so you know, maybe I'll, I'll answer your question by rewinding about a decade or so. Uh, so. You know, when we started the business, we started Sweet Green about 14 years ago. And I remember when we started, people would tell us all the time, they'd say, you know, it's really good that you're in the food business and the restaurant business. It's the one business that's that's never going to get disrupted by technology. It's the one that Amazon will never touch. I remember people saying this often. And of course, uh, that was not true. Uh, and, and technology slowly makes its way into every industry. And we saw a real opportunity to embrace technology to both enhance the consumer experience, our team member experience and improve the unit economics of our business and allow us to scale more rapidly. So we were one of the first companies to pioneer digital ordering um, as, as one example into our, into our stores, really the, with the idea of making a more frictionless way to eat healthy and real food. 
And so today, you know, that's that's shifted significantly, and we've 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 made technology investments across the full stack of of our food platform, and we kind of think about it in, you know, you know, I'd say two major buckets. Uh, one being on the consumer side, how can we make how can we enhance the customer experience through technology, whether that be through speed, through choice, through personalization. Or what have you? Um, we want to just really just lower the barrier to entries and make it more accessible to eat healthy food in line with our mission. Then there's the way in which we bring our mission to life. And for us, Sweet Green, we source locally, regionally, or you know, mostly organic, local, and regenerative food. We make it from scratch in our kitchens, and we're trying to do this all in in an efficient and scalable way. And so that's where technology also plays a huge role from everything from how we manage and optimize our supply chain, how we produce, uh, how, we, how we actually prepare our food from scratch in our restaurants and how we actually produce it. So it kind of works its way in and it helps us find efficiencies on the back end to make the team member experience more delightful and, and joyful to work in this sort of restaurant, um, as well as making it better for the customer. Um, and maybe just to add to that, we still oh, think, you know, while, while we're, you know, probably a decade into the digital transformation, we're still in the very, we still believe in the very early days in terms of how technology is going to disrupt the restaurant business and the food business specifically. You know, as as a business gets to over 50% digitized, you can really start to reimagine the business model in a lot of ways. And I think Sweetgreen's really well positioned to be able to do that. Talk a bit about how the challenges of the past 17 or so months uh, that we've been in the pandemic and many in quarantine, how that impacted the evolution uh, uh, and, and ultimately the digital transformation that you just described. What sort of learnings or maybe even silver linings as a result of some of the necessity to lean on technology and to interact with customers in new ways um, can, you, can you highlight? I think what, interestingly, the world caught up with where we were before. You know, we had invested in technology and digital ordering specifically you know, years, years ahead of the pandemic and actually had a very, very high digital penetration. I think it's been reported, but we were about a 50% digital penetration pre-pandemic. So a lot of the things that where the rest of the world was playing catch up in terms of in terms of technology and in, in, integrated into the experience for Sweetgreen that we were kind of built upon those ideals and it was really native to the experience already. So I think where the world caught up, which is great for us, means consumers are now more accustomed to ordering digitally. And for us, the, the, why technology is important from a consumer perspective is, you know, Sweetgreen has a, what I call like the trifecta of healthy food, which makes you feel good, has an addictive quality, this customized and personalized opportunity, which means you can eat Sweetgreen every single day and eat something different every day for the rest of your life. And then you add the digital component, which creates this like really amazing habitu like stickiness and habituation. So the three together creates this force multiplier to, to eating healthier and living a better life. And so that's why technology is really important to us. And I think COVID has just accelerated the rest of the world into being a, a accustomed to ordering food in that way and, and interacting with brands uh, or interacting with brands via technology. And it's also brought, I'd say, a lot of the rest of the industry along where today, maybe we don't have to build everything that we did before. And that's a good thing for us. Whereas, whereas before, as pioneers in the industry, we had to build a lot of things from scratch. 
And as the, the, the industry evolves and there's more people that need these tools, there's a world where we can actually partner with other companies that are building things for the industry so we can focus our own technology efforts on things that are truly unique to Sweetgreen. That's interesting background. I appreciate that, Jonathan. Uh, one more moment before I get to you, Weletta. So t- talk a bit about why the time was right now to hire a chief technology officer, Jonathan. You know, as as Sweetgreen looks to scale beyond our current footprint um, and, and continue to scale our our business and our, and our stores our stores across the country, running a technology department's got increasingly chat, uh, even complex. And we were looking, most importantly, for someone to help lead and navigate the, this next set of challenges. And so when we met Uleta, we were blown away um, by her leadership, her experience, and her perspective. And that should be the perfect partner to kind of lead us through this next stage of our growth. Well, the, let me ask you, Uleta, the, the flip side of that, what, what drew you to Sweet Green? What, why was this an appropriate opportunity for you to make to, uh, a leap to your next opportunity? Sure. Thank you, first of all, for taking the time to to talk to me and Jonathan. Sweetgreen is a truly an innovative company. What drew me to the company was their mission. Really, it's an innovative company that's really leading the way um, to a healthier future. And I wanted to be part of it. Um, That's the number one. And the second one, to be very transparent, as I started talking to the leadership team, um, the kind of a talent that they've onboarded, that they've hired, really excited me and energized me, and I wanted to be part of it. And um, and the third thing is the commitment to technology that I heard and that I that really observed, and how it's going to be. It is, and it will continue to be an integral integral part of the company. And um, it was really an easy decision for me to to join and and be part of this mission, and uh, in a very exciting way. So that that you know, those are really the the key things that that drew me to Sweet Green, and that I'm super excited and energized and thrilled at the same time to join the team. That's fantastic, and congratulations on what sounds like a really tremendous opportunity. Um, you know, Uleta, you would certainly know no two chief technology officer roles are exactly the same. It translates so many different ways in, in different organizations. Talk a bit about uh, your purview as chief technology officer of the company. A couple of things. As a chief technology officer, um, a deep understanding of the business, not only of where we are today, but where do we need to be is extremely important. So having a clear vision and partnership with cross-functional leaders of where we need to be and really having tech be an integral part of that vision and that strategy. Um, I, I, I take clear accountability and full accountability of uh, leading charge on that. The second part, I would say, as a chief technology officer, um, you know, I think you're always um, at times as a technology organization, you have a lot on your plate and you have to really deliver a lot of capabilities. But, you know, brand differentiating capabilities, I think Jonathan touched on that. How do we really double click and create the space so we can really lead the way, not only for what we need today again, but for the future. The second part is really focusing as a chief technology officer um, that efficiency, automation, um, leading again with next generation capabilities, data and analytics, um, and a lot of other capabilities today that, that are available. And you know, and already the team is doing an amazing job. You know, a very digital focus. So how do you build on that foundation? That that as a chief technology officer, those are the areas that I would focus on joining joining uh, Sweetgreen. 
It's been a little while since you last had a uh, a new role. I mentioned you were uh, more than 15 years with Starbucks. I, I'm curious, how do you, and still now very early, obviously, in your journey here, how do you see organizing yourself to, as, as you mentioned, getting to know, as you began your response, getting to know this business inside and out and being able to drive value in the way that you intend to, how do you intend to organize yourself in the, the weeks and months ahead? Yeah, thank you. I mean, starting with the business. Well, Starbucks is in retail, Sweet Green is in retail. So I come with tons of experience from that perspective. I've also worked prior to Starbucks for other, uh, you know, brand name companies like Coke, Hyundai, and a few other things. So really, I, I think my primary focus would be partnering, being part of the team to understand where we are, um, what we need going forward, and having a clear strategy, a clear architecture. Um, and hopefully leveraging a lot of the experience that I've gained already building and transforming a lot of teams um, to help the organization move forward. So that's going to be more focused business first, really kind of being part of the team, partnering with a lot of, you know, my colleagues at Sweet Green, and, um, you know, make, to make sure that we're actually solving for today, but also kind of really positioning ourselves to lead the future state. And it does strike me that uh, having been at a at a retailer previously, um, that that the kind of arc that perhaps you're you're joining in this really rapidly growing uh, innovative company is not so dissimilar, perhaps in some ways, to what you found a larger company. Uh, admittedly, when you joined uh, uh, 15 plus years ago in Starbucks, but I'm curious, what else do you draw from uh, that experience in terms of other analogies or other experiences that you think might apply in this scenario? Yeah, um, I would say one or two things. One, um, you know, I think uh, really creating a team or, you know, expanding on the on the team that already that Jonathan and others have developed and having diverse talent, you know, that is basically compromised with a lot of different skills. It's not just engineering, but it's also a lot of transformation, a lot of automation, a lot of operations. So um, I think from my experience, when you have more of that diversity, the easier it is for, um, you know, again, speed to market, transformation, automation, efficiency, all of that kind of comes to play. So I would say that's one of the areas that I'll double click. But the second thing is, you know, nowadays, technology is not just 100% pure engineering organization. It has more to do with business also. So how do we, again, as an organization, really focus on that business technology uh, by having a deep understanding of our challenges, but also forecasting and really architecting, I keep using that word more and more, uh, you know, for what we need in the future with, you know, by having just a deep understanding of the business. So I think those two things is what I would double click, but let me just add maybe one more thing. Um, you know, I think when you design uh, for scale, uh, when you design for that ecosystem, that holistic ecosystem, it doesn't mean that you have to deliver the project or the program or the system, you know, in six years. You Going agile and really delivering and having small wins and learning from it, um, you know, I think I'm going to double click on that. Um, that always has you know, it's one thing that, you know, I, I think with my experience that I'm going to come in and partner with the team, how fast can we go um, with those brand differentiating capabilities? How fast can we go with the efficiencies that we need in automation? So um, I'll focus on those things. That's a great I just add, I love, I love that approach. And I think why we're so excited about that are joining us. And I think the power of technology when done right is that agility. 
that it that it can give a business. We we the reality is we don't know what the world is going to look like in ten years. And I think if the past ten years or two years has shown us anything is that it it's moving faster than we could have ever expected. So instead of trying to predict the future in terms of what our customers or team members are going to want from a technology perspective, one of the ways in which we think about it is is building, build, architecting a system that allow us to move move really as at the speed of culture and as as the customer changes and as the business changes, um, we're able to can continuously stay ahead of it. And I think that's that's the difference between I guess a well-built, you know, technology organization and, and, and tech stack in a, and, and a more poorly built one. That's a great overview. Thank you, Jonathan. Sticking with you for just a moment longer, if I may, it's remarkable the growth that your company has experienced now, multiple hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue, uh, a broad uh, geographic footprint across the U.S. That said, you still have a lot of room for growth, even just here in the U.S. and, and, and beyond for that matter. But I know that all the while, as you have grown, you've also kind of you know, continue to to innovate in ways that you already described uh, in this conversation. Um, as you think about the next stages of growth for the organization, how much of it is geographic expansion, uh, and how much of it is uh, you know continuing to innovate around the customer's experience, the offering, these creative partnerships that you have with so many different people uh, from different walks of life. Uh, you know, a- athletes, uh, other sort of um, you know famous folks who you've you've partnered with, and so on. Talk a bit about what you see for the future from that perspective. Yeah, I think it's a, I, I think it's a really big combination of the two. You know, Sweetgreen has such a massive opportunity from a growth potential. We we only have 130 something restaurants across the country, so you can imagine how you know how big the opportunity is in the U.S. and then eventually internationally. At the same time, our mission is to connect people to real food, and so we take that broad mission and our food ethos and think of how we can continue to innovate around that, whether that be through new store formats, a broadened menu, and so many other ways in which we can meet our customers where they are. Uh, We just see it being the very, very early, you know, really, while it's been 14 years and we've built this national brand, we still see us kind of just starting our second inning. That's great. Well, Thank you both. Jonathan, Wuleta, thank you so much for joining me on Technovation today. Uh, Wuleta, again, congratulations to you on this, what sounds like a really remarkable uh, new opportunity for you. Jonathan, congratulations to you on the remarkable success across now 14 years uh, in business. It's been a, a pleasure to speak with you both. Thank you. We're, we're very fortunate to have Wuleta joining us to lead technology. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Peter. Really, really good, good job chatting with you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much.